1: Warning, The Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times bestselling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage.
0: So I got one thing positive before I got out of bed, looked at my iPhone. Imagine waking up and looking at an iPhone. That's the world we live in, right? So I had a text from a friend, newyorkpost.com. Plant-based antiviral drug may work against COVID-19 study. May. Well, so I hope it does. I wouldn't be surprised if the natural world has an antiviral in it. We, we have many antivirals that come from the natural world. A goodly percentage of our medicines today still come from the natural world. Most people think most of them are made in labs, but they're derived from natural products. It's a field I know something about. And I'm having coffee. Thank God I feel better. And I've looked up that plant that allegedly kills the COVID-19 virus. I'm not surprised by it. I mean, it's only a virus, and viruses can be killed by many toxic compounds that are found uh, both in the natural world and, of course, made in a laboratory. So the first article of interest to you about this plant, Thapsia, T-H-A-P-S-I-I, Garganica. The ancient Greeks called the Thapsia garganica plant deadly carrot. So this is not a really a news story, because this article is from 2012, and it turns out that this plant was known as deadly carrot by the ancient Greeks because their camels would eat it and quickly die. The emperor Nero mixed it with frankincense to treat bruises. And until the early 20th century, this plant was used in a, in a kind of plaster to treat rheumatism. But the side effects were very, very powerful. They deployed Thaspia on a molecular level, and they found out that it can become a cancer-killing grenade, according to the studies that were done then. Thapsig, I can hardly pronounce it, honestly. Thap-sig- Gargan, the active ingredient in the thapsia plant, kills tumor cells, according to this article, by destroying their calcium balance. And so they produced a molecular grenade to attack tumors. And it's an interesting article, but it was used to treat tumors way back when in 2012. But what about this new story, the plant-based antiviral drug may work against COVID-19? Well, Research, again, laboratory research doesn't mean it's going to work in vivo. You know, it works in vitro, not in vivo. It works in, in test tubes. So what is this plant? Well, I wouldn't suggest you look it up and start eating it. It's a highly poisonous plant. And uh, as I said to you earlier, it can, kill, it can kill animals, such as camels. So be very careful now. I know people are going to start. oh, let's start growing the plant and eating it. It's um, related to mullein. Again, melaine itself is a toxic plant, medicinally. Be very careful with that one. So we'll have to wait and see, that's all. Known as deadly carrot. All right, so I'm going to look a little bit more into the New York Post story. An antiviral medication derived from TASPIA may be highly effective in treating the coronavirus. And so I, I just went and dug up my old phytochemical dictionary. A handbook of bioactive compounds from plants by Harborne and Baxter. This is an 800-page Encyclopedia on virtually every plant compound known to mankind and I did find a reference to it right here There's not much information. That's gonna be of any use to you, but those of you who want to look further it um, the compound is called Thap sig Gargan, I'm probably mispronouncing it these Latin chemical names are very hard to pronounce properly T-h-a-p-s-i-g-a-r-g-i-n Thapsigurgan, and there's it, not much about it. It's from the Umbellifery family, and it says, Potent activator of cells involved in inflammatory response. Example, human mast cells, basophils, and neutrophils. That's all it says. So please don't go and try to grow this thing or buy it in an herb store. You'll kill yourself. You'll be like those camels that ate it in ancient Greek times and, and died. But, you know, I'm not surprised if it's an anti-tumor that could be used as an antiviral. That's the whole point. They're going to start taking a lot of the anti-tumor drugs, both natural and synthetic, that have been used against cancers, both in, in, in experiments and in trials, and try them against COVID-19 or SARS-2 COVID. Because there's a huge body of literature on anti-tumor drugs. I know a lot about it because for years I collected plants in the South Pacific that was sent back to the, actually to, the, to the National Institutes of Health to be screened for anti-tumor uh, properties. And I collected them in Fiji, Tonga, Samoa, Marquesas, you name it. And I was deeply involved in this kind of study. I love that work. And uh, unfortunately, I didn't stay in it. It's, it's okay. I, owned, I wound up where I'm supposed to be. But the the main thing is, is that many plants contain very powerful antiviral compounds. So I wouldn't be surprised if this does eventually produce, it's known to have an anti-cancer property, was used in anti-cancer drugs. So they're making the leap from the general antiviral to the specific antiviral, this case, the COVID-19, right? Because it's also effective against the common cold coronavirus called respiratory synced tl virus and influenza a so you know what can you make of it i don't know what you can make of it it's an interesting hope eventually mankind will will find it now i just found another reference to it this is from eurek alert eurek alert february 2nd 2021 scientists uncover potential antiviral treatment for COVID 19 university of nottingham this is the actual scientific study a novel antiviral property of a drug that could have major implications in how future epidemics, pandemics, including COVID-19, are managed. The study published in Viruses showed that this is a promising broad-spectrum antiviral, highly effective against COVID-19 virus, SARS-CoV-2, which is the official name, which means it's really a, a new derivative of SARS. Incidentally, we won't go into that today. A common cold coronavirus, as mentioned, and a respiratory virus. And the influenza A virus. Now, here's something interesting. Given that acute respiratory virus infections caused by different viruses, which is what SARS CoV 2 is, it's a respiratory virus and inf- viral infection. So, given that acute respiratory viral infections caused by different viruses are clinically indistinguishable on presentation, an effective broad spectrum that can target different virus types at the same time, could significantly improve clinical management. You see that? That's like a broad-spectrum antibiotic as opposed to an antibiotic that's targeting a specific type of bacterium. So they're hopeful that this groundbreaking study will produce this plant-derived antiviral in small doses, which does trigger a highly effective broad-spectrum post-centered antiviral innate immune response against three major types of human respiratory viruses, including COVID-19, and it's based on cell and animal studies. And I want to emphasize that again. It is not based on human studies. It's based on test tube and animal studies, which make this compound, thapsigargin a promising antiviral. And I'll read a little bit more and we'll go on. Effective against viral infection when used before or during active infection before or during active infection. So, you know, if you look at the whole AIDS story, people are now living with this disease who are taking medicines every day. And uh, they have active infection, but they can't spread it. And this drug is able to prevent a virus from making new copies of itself in cells for at least 48 hours after a single 30-minute exposure. It's stable in acidic pH as found in the stomach, therefore can be taken orally so they can make a pill out of it could be administered without the need for injections or hospital admission. This is interesting stuff. It's not sensitive to virus resistance. It is several hundred-fold more effective than current antiviral options. That's interesting. So it's very powerful. It is just as effective in blocking combined infection with coronavirus and influenza A virus as in single virus infection. Wow. It's safe as an antiviral A derivative of this has been tested in prostate cancer. So Professor Chang said it can be hugely significant, can be. Let me read what else Professor Chang said, because it's very interesting or I wouldn't bore you. The current pandemic highlights the need for effective antivirals to treat active infections as well as vaccines to prevent the infection, okay? Given that future pandemics are likely to be of animal origin, where animal-to-human, that's so-called zoonotic, and reverse zoonotic, human-to-animal spread, take place. A new generation of antivirals such as this could play a key role in the control and treatment of important viral infections in both humans and animals. Professor Chang adds the following. Although more testing is clearly needed, current findings strongly indicate that this compound, thapsigargin. And its derivatives are promising antiviral treatments against COVID 19 and influenza virus and have the potential, I emphasize potential, to defend us against the next disease X pandemic. I love that science is operating and I love that the people in science are not worried about what they're teaching in the San Francisco Unified School District about exceptionalism, literacy, perfectionism, and intelligence. Thank God for intelligent people. And let the morons in the san francisco unified school district go to hell this was peer-reviewed under experimental study cells and animals so it's a peer-reviewed study i guess that's racist A peer-reviewed study you can't have a peer-reviewed study jim what you have to do is make sure that it's just something that you stumble upon and tell people to take snake oil and that's the latest that i have found on this new york post article that's supposed to give us hope and what's interesting about it is that they're looking at natural products for an antiviral drug. That would be great, but it wouldn't be the first time that an antiviral drug has been used against a microbe successfully. That's the
1: important point. Michael Savage, a host like no other.
0: Following up on that news story in the um, newspapers about the herb that kills viruses and maybe used to kill COVID, you know, or SARS-2, I want to go and take a deeper dive into the whole area of common plants, common kitchen herbs even, that, and even lesser known herbs that have been known to be used as natural remedies since ancient times for killing viruses. Even before viruses were known, these things were used. So remember this, most of us will not get sick from this virus, COVID. There are families where one person gets the virus and gets sick from it. The other person in the same bed doesn't get sick from it. So that's because there's a natural immunity in some people. I have a stronger immune system. But also, some people are actually probably, well, we know blood type, for example, is protective. Type O blood is protective, or less likely people who type O blood are less likely to contract the virus. So there are natural resistances to this virus and all microbes. And then there are things people are eating and taking, which are further enhancing their uh, immune system, some of which have powerful antiviral effects against numerous viruses that cause infections in humans, right? That includes spices, certain spices, Certain herbs and certain foods themselves, which have been used since ancient times for health reasons. So let's now take a deeper dive into common foods and herbs that are known to kill viruses. But before I do that, I gotta give you a caveat. This is not to say that if you eat these herbs and or spices, you're going to not get COVID. But I certainly would recommend you include them in your diet to give yourself the best chance of resisting infection from this virus should you contract it, okay? So let's begin with which spices are known to have antiviral activity or to kill viruses, right? And and how do they work? What I'm about to tell you, it's important to know most of these are based upon folklore and also on test tube studies. So let's begin with some of them. Oregano, you know, for my cooking videos, I like oregano. Now, I like oregano just for the taste. But it's a very important plant because in a test tube study, both oregano oil and isolated carvacrol, which is found inside of it, C-A-R-V-A-C-R-O-L, reduced the activity of murine norovirus, MNV, within 15 minutes of exposure. It has an impressive medicinal background that is oregano. And uh, MNV, murine neurovirus, is highly contagious. It's the primary cause of stomach flu in humans. It's similar to human neurovirus. And uh, it's very interesting that you should know that oregano oil and carvacrol have also been shown to show antiviral activity against herpes simplex virus, type 1, HSV-1, rotavirus, R-O-T-A-V-I-R-U-S, uh, which causes a common diarrhea in infants and children, and RSV, respiratory syndrome, RSV, which causes respiratory infections. Does it mean it will protect you against COVID? No, but it means I would include oregano in my diet if you like this stuff. This is but one of the many herbs and or plants that have been used to protect against viruses. Now, you've got to understand something else. Most herbs and spices that we use for flavor were used over eons as medicinals. They were used to preserve food before refrigeration and before preservatives. They were also used by people before we had synthetic medicines to fight illnesses. So it's not like they were just discovered yesterday. What other commonly known spices and or herbs Should you look at sage, basil, fennel, garlic, lemon balm, peppermint, echinacea, rosemary, licorice, astragalus. There are others, ginger, ginseng, dandelion. Many, many of these herbs have been known to have medicinal properties, including potential antiviral effects. And I'll tell you more about them in a moment. Just know this common kitchen herbs and spices such as those i mentioned have powerful effects against viruses that cause infections in humans and you could put them into your favorite recipes make them into teas again i have to give you a caveat these researchers these tests on them against viruses have been conducted in test tubes and animals using concentrated extracts so it does not mean that using small amounts of the herbs would have the same effects But doesn't common sense indicate that you should consider including them in your diet? Yes. So we can look at some of these in more detail in a moment, but there are other things to look at, which we'll do today on uh, our program about this subject of common herbs and spices that kill viruses before we get into coffee and news of the day. One of my favorites is garlic. I'm a big garlic eater. I have been since forever because, okay, what is garlic? It's a natural remedy for a wide variety of illnesses and conditions, rather, including viral infections. It's known as Russian penicillin. There are compounds in garlic that have yet to be isolated in laboratories that are unknown, that are powerful in killing microbes. They're mainly sulfur-based compounds. Here are some studies. Test tube studies, animal studies show that garlic enhances immune system response by stimulating protective immune cells, In other words, they stimulate our own immune system. Older test tube studies show that garlic may have antiviral activity against influenza A and B, HIV, HSV-1, viral pneumonia, and rhinovirus. Okay? Those are old studies, and they're in test tubes. In a study in 23 adults with warts caused by HPV, when they applied garlic extract to affected areas... The warts were eliminated in all of them after one to two weeks. I include garlic in my diet. I have for a long time. And especially in these times of a rampant viral infection, I certainly have augmented and eat more of it. And there are others which we can go into in in, in more detail. I can can bore you to death by telling you more about rosemary. Like I use um, basil, for example. Let's look at the ones I use in my cooking videos. I like the flavor of basil. But many types of basil have been known to fight certain viral infections in studies. A test tube study found that sweet basil extracts, including compounds like apigenin and ursolic acid, showed potent effects against herpes viruses, hepatitis B, and enterovirus. There's also a thing called holy basil, also known as Tulsi. In a four week study in 24 healthy adults, who took 300 milligrams of holy basil extract. It helped increase levels of helper T cells and natural killer cells, which are immune cells that defend your body from viral infections. So you could say, oh, it's all crap, I don't believe it, it's all nonsense. Do what you want, I don't care. Eat hamburgers and, and french fries. Some of you won't get the virus anyway, no matter what you do. Some of you will use all of this, and then more and still get the virus. I am talking about insurance policies here. And I don't want to go into the details on all the others that I mentioned. Sage, fennel, peppermint, lemon balm, rosemary, echinacea. Let's look at Sambucus for a minute, because a lot of people are taking elderberries right now. What's that about? Well, there are many uh, health foods out there, or products with elixirs and pills, with elderberry. And it's because elderberry, Sambucus have been known to treat, treat viral infections like the flu and common cold in folk medicine. One study in mice found that concentrated elderberry juice suppressed influenza virus replication and stimulated immune system response. Uh, a review of four studies at 180 people, elderberry supplements were seen to reduce upper respiratory symptoms caused by viral infections. So I've listed some of the herbs and spices that are known to kill viruses outright or stimulate your own immune system to kill viruses and other microbes but there are others i may have mentioned some but these will be covered in another podcast golden seal mushrooms like shiitake oak bark white willow better known as the source of uh, aspirin it actually enhances immune response kills cancer cells inhibits pg production there are seaweeds that have powerful immune effects, some outright killing tumors or viruses. Some are antiviral, and they include brown algae, microalgae, and uh, blue and green algaes by specific names. They're powerful, and as I said, some of them are outright antivirals. Some stimulate the immune system. Some are anti-tumor. They are all interesting. They should all be looked at. But more importantly, you should consider incorporating some of these in your daily diets just to have an insurance policy. Well, that's it for now on the herbs and spices against viruses and those that stimulate the immune system. So you could say it's all folklore. It doesn't mean anything. I have studied herbal medicine for most of my professional career prior to going into radio. And I think I should tell you a little bit about this for a moment. I've written best-selling herbal books, nutrition books. My first big book was called Earth Medicine, Earth Food. It was published in 1972. It's called The Classic Guide to the Herbal Remedies and Wild Plants of the North American Indians. So I spent a long time studying this. I want to read you some of the introduction to earth medicine. I'm going to begin with a quote from a woman who wrote Ethnobotany of the Zuni Indians, Matilda Cox-Stevenson, who wrote, medical treatment is older than intelligence in man. The dog hunts the fields for his special grass medicine. The bear dresses the wound of her cub or fellow bear with perhaps as much intelligence as primitive man observes in his empirical practice. Primitive man does not know why his medicine cures. He simply knows that it does cure. That's Matilda Cox-Stevenson, Ethnobotany of the Zuni Indian, beautiful work that I discovered and and led off my introduction to earth medicine with. So let me tell you what I wrote, some of it anyway. While modern man relies upon the drugstore, the early Indians who preceded us on this continent utilized the healing plants of the forests, deserts, and seashores. Although our prescription drugs are available in handy, colorful, even tasty forms and all appear to be factory-made or of synthetic chemical origin. Over 25% of all prescriptions contain a drug from natural plant sources. The average physician in the United States still writes at least eight prescriptions daily for drugs of plant origin. Well, that, that was a long time ago. I don't know what the number is right now. It's probably still high. In an age of synthetics, nature still provides us with products that are widely used simply because the complexity of the compounds in these plants would make the cost of laboratory synthesis too expensive. When the early settlers first arrived in North America, many carried with them herbal remedies which were then commonly used in Europe. They soon realized the problems involved in trying to keep fresh the dried plants arriving from across the Atlantic Ocean. Some then brought in seeds from Europe and planted their own herbal gardens. Others drank in the then limitless mystery and beauty of America and realized that the forests of the New World must hold many cures for their ills. But how were they going to learn which plants were useful for their specific problems? Many European colonists undoubtedly saw similarities between the useful plants of the Old World and those of America. These early observations probably led many desperately sick people to try the new plants in America in attempts to cure themselves. I'm sure many died as a result of biting into a poisonous species. But then they learned to talk to the native inhabitants of america the indians and the indians were at first friendly to the newcomers and they showed the newcomers some of their healing plants from america and soon many indian medicine men were treating both whites and natives one plant the joe pie weed for example received its popular name from an indian herbalist from new england who was said to have cured typhus with it by inducing profuse sweating this plant was eventually admitted to the united states pharmacopeia but for different medical purposes the remedies that i describe in earth medicine came to us through books and letters written after europeans arrived in north america so i could not safely say that all of these plant remedies were derived solely from native americans I thought many were probably derived from those settlers who were quick at adapting to to their new environment. It should be known that Indians in America sometimes borrowed remedies from the settlers and passed them along, so that eventually they became known as Indian remedies even though they originated in Europe. Earth medicine was essentially a translation of records of the Indians' plant medicines. But it also includes the medicine of our grandfather's physicians. These physicians learned about the medicinal uses of many plants from the Indians, but did they know which plants were of true medicinal value? This can only be answered by looking to the United States pharmacopoeia, the national formulary, and the dispensatory of the United States to see which of these early herbal remedies became official drugs. Those became the reference works for all drugs used in American medical practice. And by looking at them, it becomes easy to evaluate the relative values of the plant medicines used by our grandparents. Meaning if they were admitted to the pharmacopoeia, then we should say that they're obviously valuable. But this evaluation is not that simple. What do we conclude about those plants which were admitted to the pharmacopoeia, but later withdrawn? Were they deleted because further experimentation proved they were dangerous or worthless? Or were these once popular remedies dropped because a synthetic drug replaced them, regardless of their usefulness? See, so I spent a lot of time looking into this uh, natural remedies, earth medicines from the Native Americans and um, I looked at both Native American works and works written by Europeans who were living in America and you can find out more about it if you can find a used copy of Earth Medicine. I don't think it's still in print by the way, it was in print for so many years. I just want to say one last thing about earth medicines right now, which is the Native American had great knowledge about the edible and healing plants of his environment, but they did not have a universal knowledge. And we have to remember that. I tried to save what was known by the Native Americans, but I don't want to ascribe to the concept of the noble savage. The Indian did live in great harmony with his natural surroundings. But it is certainly not true that the Native Americans or Indians were peaceful people who merely communed with nature and enjoyed living with his fellow Indians. Many cases of savagery among the Indians themselves are documented. And I showed an illustration in my book of a necklace of human fingers. It was a trophy that belonged to a Cheyenne And it was made up of the fingers of Indians belonging to hostile tribes. Okay? There are other stories, and it's not to degrade the Native American. It's just not to glorify any people on earth. There was much intertribal hostility. Shoshone scouts who accompanied U.S. troops on their terribly destructive raid of the Cheyenne at Powder River in Wyoming in 1876, discovered a buckskin bag which contained the hands of many of their own papooses. And in the words of a writer, they danced and wailed all night and then burned the tearful evidence of the law sustained by their own people. It's horrible. So these examples of savagery are certainly not worse than the countless atrocities committed by other peoples of the world. I only want to tell you about them as evidence that we may avoid the school of thought, which believes that all American Indians had divine knowledge and possessed a perfect understanding of the plants of their environment. The remedies themselves, some were useful, others would derived by fancy, and no people on earth is perfect. This is Michael Savage talking about earth medicines and earth foods, especially as they may relate to protecting us against viruses.
1: The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand.
0: But let's go and look at the news. So we go to michaelsavage.com. Thank God I made the coffee already. Fauci's double mask double take. It works, except when it doesn't. You know what I think of of Fraudy. You know what I think of this man. Listen to what he says now. Dr. Anthony Fraudy revised his recommendation that Americans wear two masks to further protect themselves. From the coronavirus fraughty spoke about double masking in a video live stream interview with the american federation of teachers on thursday and here's what fraughty said and there's nothing wrong with that but but there's no data that indicates that that is going to make a difference said fraughty but last monday dr fraughty said that wearing two masks quote likely made it safer claiming that it only made common sense to have another layer of protection Fraudy last week said, so if you have a physical covering with one layer, you put another layer on, it just makes common sense that it likely would be more effective, Fraudy said with NBC News Today Show. That's the reason why you see people either double masking or doing a version of an N95. Now he changed his mind. Do you understand that he's just a publicity hound, a con man? Okay, now we'll move on to the next story. You know what I think of Fauci. In a sane world, a man would have been retired 40 years ago. Here's the next story. San Francisco schools, that's an oxymoron, rename arts department because acronyms are a symptom of white supremacy. What? Listen to how sick they become. Listen to how sick the fools have become. We are prioritizing anti-racist arts instruction in our work. What does that mean? The so-called San Francisco United so-called school district has renamed something again. The district's arts department, previously titled VAPA, Visual and Performing Arts, will now be known as the SFUSD Arts Department. This change is made in accordance with anti racist arts instruction, according to ABC 7 News. Uh, okay. The New York Post reported that the memo cites a 1999 paper by a, an individual named Tima Oaken, another genius. That paper does not specifically say that acronyms are racist, though it does label worship of the written word, listen to this, as an aspect of white supremacy. In other words, if you have literacy and a literate, you're a supremacist. Other purported characteristics of white supremacy are, quote, perfectionism, that means trying to do it right, a sense of urgency, meaning getting it done on time, individualism, meaning counting on yourself, and objectivity. If this list sounds familiar, it's because the National Museum of African-American Arts and Culture got in trouble last year for promoting similar nonsense. While some acronyms may be confusing to non-native English speakers, it's quite a stretch to describe them as a function of white supremacy. So, I've told you this as long as I've been in radio. I told you that one day you'd wake up and they would say that language itself is racist. Unless you grunt and drag your knuckles on the floor, you're not a racist. Can you hear this? White supremacy is, the written word, perfectionism, a sense of urgency and individualism. So I'll ask you a question. You're stepping on an airliner. You look into the pilot's compartment. Who would you like to be flying the plane? Someone who has learned to master the written word? Someone who has exceeded through perfectionism? Urgency and individualism and objectivity, or someone who cannot read and write and doesn't even know how to work the controls. This has happened because you let it happen. Don't blame me. I've tried my best. Here's another one on my website, michaelsavage.com. Dictator Biden grants amnesty to millions of illegal aliens. And the guy is out of control. The guy is a total left wing dictator like a Mussolini. But because you think he's better than Donald Trump, he can get away with virtual destruction of the, of the borders, language, and culture. That defines the nation. Here's a sad one. Illinois man convicted of sexually assaulting and murdering a toddler to be released. Now, you know and I know this man should never have been released. He should have been executed. He assaulted and murdered a toddler he was babysitting in 1997. He's going to be released at the end of the Monday of serving half of his 48-year prison sentence. He did this to a 20-month-old child, his ex-girlfriend's daughter, in 06. He is expected to be released on February 25th, the same day the child died 24 years ago, according to the outlet. The mother of this child, who was sexually destroyed by this piece of garbage, said, You go into this mental shock. Morgan who is now a paralegal told the Chicago Tribune you go into that flight-or-fight mode. What do I do next? Can you believe this? When this vermin was charged in 97 The truth in sentencing law in Illinois required felons convicted of a violent crime must serve their entire sentence In 1999 the so-called Illinois Supreme Court ruled the law unconstitutional You hear what the vermin in the media and what the liberals have done in the courts? unconstitutional which automatically cut this animal's sentence in half. This animal was babysitting this baby and a five year old sister while their mother was at work. Little Courtney was taken to a local hospital with severe injuries. An autopsy revealed she was sexually assaulted and that she died from a beating and internal bleeding, the Chicago Tribune reported. This sterling example of humanity will be released from prison owing to you, liberals. You've done this to this country. You have destroyed everything of value in this nation. So here's one more story from MichaelSavage.com. It's a positive one. Oh, this is coffee and news, God. Denzel Washington says, I don't care for people who put down the police and soldiers who sacrificed their lives so we have the freedom to complain about what they do. I'm glad he said it, and I'm sure he believes it, but he is promoting a new movie. But thank God he promoted the new movie by supporting police and soldiers instead of attacking them. At least he did the right thing for the right reason, I guess. Okay? Who murdered those two FBI agents killed during the porn raid in Florida? I don't know. There's still no picture of him. Or her or it. Let's go to the next website. Oh God, go to the New York Post now with No, that's too much for me historic face and hand transplant recipient from New Jersey steps out for first time I can't even comment on this poor man poor man Uh, GOP and Dems at war over removal of Marjorie Taylor Greene Ilhan Omar Removal only in a sick country could people like that Like Ilhan Omar become a congressperson only in a sick defeated self-destructive suicidal nation could uh, an asylee who attacks the nation wind up in Congress and stay there? Thank you, liberals. You destroyed the country from within. Next story. John Travolta and daughter do grease dance in Super Bowl commercial. That is so stupid. Why do I care what he's doing with his daughter? Lizzie Warren to tax those taxed already, drive them out of the U.S. This is a, that's not the headline. It's my headline. Here she is, this fraud, this phony, this mook, this bump. This fake Indian. Remember she ran for the presidency attacking the quote rich when she was rich? Remember what she did last week? She protected the hedge funds from the common man trying to get even with them. Now she's calling for a wealth tax targeting the nation's richest individuals and families. Can you believe this? This is really sickening. The tax would be equal to 2% but would rise for those who have assets valued at more than a billion dollars. Now... Listen very carefully to this. On the face of it, you say, well, screw the rich. Let me explain this. What she's doing is taxing money that's already been taxed. What she wants to do is tax money that's been saved after taxation. If this is not what communism is, tell me what it is. It will destroy this nation. Why do I say it? Do you know how many wealthy people are fleeing California and New York and high-tax states for states like Texas and Florida? What this is going to wind up doing is driving people not out of the state, but out of the country. And what we'll be left with is poor people, people who don't work. Do you know that the top few percent of taxpayers pay 90 percent of the taxes in this country? Here's another story from the communists, NBC News, headline, Race to Trump Grades for Admission to Prominent SF High School. What? What? What do I mean by race to trump grades? In other words, they want to throw grades out. There's a great high school in San Francisco, and uh, it's Lowell High School. Lowell High School is known as an elite high school. And unfortunately for the dummies, most of the kids who get in there are Asian American because they're smart and they work hard. They believe in working very hard. So they want to put dummies in there in order to make sure that it's destroyed like every other high school in the city in plain English. So the so-called San Francisco Unified School District wants to eliminate grades and standardize test scores for admission to Lowell High School, and they want to make sure it's based instead upon race, so they can get rid of the uh, Asians. Of Lowell's 2,871 students, 18% are white, 11% are Hispanic, 1.8% are black, and 50% Asian, largely Chinese. That's because they work hard and they're very smart. That compares to the district's 52,000 total enrolled students of 14.9% white, 28% Hispanic, 6.4% black, and 33.4% Asian. According to the idiots who run the school district, listen to this double talk, quote, Lowell's admission process has, quote, created a school that does not reflect the diversity of SFUSD students and perpetuates segregation and exclusion. No, you ass, you, you moron dummy. What it does, it selects the best and brightest, you ass. All right, I, I worked up my blood pressure. Here's a few more to get your blood pressure going. This will be hard to believe from front page mag. Biden's new assistant secretary of state worked for Islamic terror state that funds Hamas. I swear to God. He said, I was inspired by the Palestinian Intifada, said Haiti Amr. He wrote a year after September 11th. So he hates Israel. He loves terrorists. And he's now Biden's new assistant secretary of state. Well, the biggest loser is going to be Israel and the Jewish people under this Democrat administration. And here's the sad truth. 90% of Jews voted for Biden. Why? I'll let you figure out why. The largest threat to U.S. national security are U.S. cops, says Biden's new State Department spokesperson, Jelena Porter. You hear this? She wrote, if you all, you hear the the literacy? If you all don't wake up and rise up to this truth, the genocide against blacks in America will continue until we are near extinct. And uh, that was against police. You all. Okay, you all. You got it? Who Biden really is? Instead of friendly Joe? Biden's DHS wants to focus more on vaccinating illegal immigrants than deporting them, according to Red State. Okay, here's from the New York Post. Acting head of DOJ criminal division is a former associate of Hunter Biden's lawyer. More corruption. Amid pandemic overdose surge, Oregon becomes first state to decriminalize all drug possession. Okay, all drug possession. So that means class four drugs as well. That's great. That's great. Essentially being caught with fatal narcotics in Oregon is now equivalent to a routine traffic ticket, according to the, the low-life bums who run that beautiful state. Look what they did to that state. These communists, wherever they move, they destroy it like they did to Vermont. As Poland legislates to guarantee free speech, according to Breitbart News, UK cracks down on hate speech instead. Can you believe this? You know, the U.K. is becoming a fascist dictatorship. And this is under the so-called conservative who's running it, by the way. He's always been a phony. You know, I'm banned in Britain. That's why I never appealed to him. I knew he was a fraud. But the tousled hair, that guy. The U.K.'s culture secretary, that means communism, has threatened to impose fines on social media companies if they fail to police so-called hate speech. This is in stark contrast to Poland, which has vowed to find tech companies which embark on censorship campaigns. Isn't it interesting that an ex-Soviet satellite state, Poland, is moving more toward the light while the United Kingdom is moving into darkness? Yeah. Meanwhile, the New York Times calls for Biden to appoint the reality czar to fight so-called misinformation. That is, again, more censorship. What's a reality czar? One person's going to decide what's safe and what's unsafe, what's real and what's false, what's real news and what's fake news. Well, that's the new federal government on the communist Biden. But right now, I'm going to take a quick break and have some coffee before I plot here, looking at the horrible news of the day. Stay with me.
1: The Savage Nation, it's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw.
0: Here we are again, and since this is called Coffee and News, and I've already had a cup, and we've talked about the COVID-killing plant compound and the general news of the day, here's some more that I think you'd be interested in. It saves you the trouble of having to go to the websites and hurting your eyes. All you're going to do is listen to me. Let's begin on michaelsavage.com. Of course, because I'm interested in the subject today, we're talking about a plant-based antiviral drug may help beat COVID-19 research, says. But bigger than that is this story. Coronavirus cases are plummeting around the world. They're dropping. Hospitalizations and new cases are drastically falling off. New infections have fallen 44% in the United States and 30% globally in the past three weeks. But listen to this. So-called experts say the vaccine is not the main reason that infections and deaths are falling because only 8% of Americans and 13% of people worldwide have actually received their first dose of the vaccine. What's happening then? Why are new infections falling worldwide over the past three weeks in a row, according to the World Health Organization? Why have hospitalizations fallen nearly 30%? From a peak on January 6th, why are 44 states in the United States seeing a decline in cases? 44 states seeing a decline. California's 21,451 new confirmed cases are about one-third the mid-December peak. New York recorded cases that are way down. So health experts are saying it's too soon for vaccines to be playing a major role in this decline because only 8% of the population received the first shot, and fewer than 2% are fully immunized. So what's the reason? They don't really know, but they say the drop is likely due to a higher number of people who've had the virus than official counts suggest, meaning they had it, got over it on their own. As many as 90 million people may have had the virus and fought it internally on their own. And there are fewer people traveling than did over the winter holidays. So this is progress. Plummeting rates of COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations and accelerating vaccination rates. It's all good news. Maybe they can tell that to the wooden-headed governors. Most officials are now saying that with fewer than 2% of the population fully immunized against the virus, they're not even willing to admit that the vaccines are responsible for this great decline in cases. Okay, so it's a combination of a higher number of people who have had the virus than official counts suggest and fewer people traveling and holding gatherings than they did over the winter holidays. So they're not even mentioning the masks. Isn't that interesting? They're not mentioning the masks. And yet you see morons running around with three masks on, running with masks on, bicycling with masks. I, I don't understand people how gullible they are. That is positive news. Tell it to the lunk-headed governors. Here's some other news of the day. Top 1% of wealthiest households pay mounting share of all U.S. income taxes, yet Biden wants to tax the taxed already and tax them more. What's going to happen? Just as the rich are fleeing high-tax states like California for low-tax states like uh, Texas and Florida, they're going to wind up leaving the country if this keeps up. Okay? Meanwhile, the catch-and-release program makes a comeback so more and more of the unwashed masses of the world who have absolutely no skills and nothing to offer America other than being welfare recipients are being ushered in by the thousands, soon the hundreds of thousands, maybe the millions, by the worst administration in American history, the man you voted for, Joe Biden. One day you're going to wake up and say, what did I do? What did I do? Rand Paul, meanwhile, denounces the Biden transgender sports policy, saying, what planet are you from? I'll let you read that story. Unity? There is no unity. Biden administration yanks maternity leave from Trump appointees days before some give birth. Isn't that something? How's that for unity? Now let's take a look at the other websites. Let's jump to today. Uh, See, I do this so you don't have to eat your heart out. I do coffee and news for you, so you don't have to do it. Report, Breitbart, Denmark to introduce world's first vaccine passport. I was afraid of this. Denmark is preparing to introduce coronavirus vaccine passports to open up overseas travel by the end of the month in what is believed to be the first governmental immunity certification in the world. That is terrible news. That is like wearing a tattoo during Hitler's times. I don't like it. At all, because if I don't get the vaccine, which I'm not going to do, what, I can't travel, I can't go in a a restaurant, I can't go in a market, when already the rates are are falling? Los Angeles, they're allowing children in schools for filming. Film schools, but not for class. It shows you what their values are. Tech giant can use personal info and billions of dollars against the political opponents. Jobless claims dropped to 779000 People are going back to work. How about the homicide rates in Democrat-run Philadelphia? Surge nearly 30%. How's that for liberalism? Supreme Court removes cases defending Trump border policies. Get ready for the deluge. Eh, I don't actually know what else is worth reading to you. I don't want to just read the news to you. I'm just, you know, scanning it for you as you would. I really think I need that cup of coffee. So let's go to another website let's jump to the new york post a nice tabloid owned by the murdochs Hurricane, occasional cortex oh a cortex faces blowback over riot trauma that she claims she's living through as she wasn't in the capitol building during the siege, she's a liar through and through she's the biggest fraud in the history of congress she came from a middle-class family her father was an architect and make believe she was a poor hispanic living in corona which she moved into like a carpetbagger to win by 4,000 votes. And she said she uh, had trauma over the Capitol building siege. She wasn't even there, okay? Global warning, Thunberg. Remember Dumberg Faces probing in the farm protest tweets. Another troublemaking girl. Jeff Bezos, $500 million real estate portfolio. See all his luxury houses. I could care less. But I'm to look at his toilet bowls, how many toilets he has. Cops swarm Manson's L.A. home over a report of someone screaming they want to leave. Ho-hum. Serena Williams built a secret room in a Florida man. Well, let me ask you something. You had all of these downtrodden minorities showing off their billion-dollar lifestyles, and at the same time, we're supposed to believe they're all downtrodden? How dumb are you? Why do I have to look at these idiots' big houses? Here, you want to connect it here? Wild video shows daytime armed robbery at New York City Chanel store. Let's see who did it. Rabbis, priests, nuns. Oh, no one knows who did it. I guess it wasn't the rabbis on tape. Lower Manhattan Chanel store hit by gun robbery. I don't see the rabbis or the priests or the nuns. Four men raided a Chanel boutique during a brazen armed robbery. The group of crooks. Let's see. The footage showed two men. Any pictures of the men? Not allowed to say what the, who the men are. But what would it matter, right? doesn't matter. I'll turn on the, and I click on the video. I went for the bait click. Okay, the, the spinner. I do need the coffee. I'm getting dizzy. And what, what's the difference if I know who did it? What's the difference? What's supposed to happen? Oh, nothing. Nothing is supposed to welcome anyone into your store now. They come in with hoods and guns in their hand. You have to say, may I help you, sir? You hear? There they are. They got the Air Jordan sneakers, hoods, and uh, running around the store like they own it. And no one shoots them. No one stops them. Yeah, grabbing everything they can. Isn't that wonderful? I love it. The cop did nothing. Look at the cops standing there. Please stop. Please don't. There's the the girl cop with the hair That There she is. The mean face clipped head girl cop. Please stop. They cleaned the store out. She was screaming stop. Old days, they wouldn't even let him in the store. And you see kids running in with guns and, and and hoods you shoot them in the doorway. no, no no no, that would be uh illegal now meanwhile in france eighty one person French orgy broken up for violating covid nineteen curfew how are you going to keep them down on the farm after they 've seen Paris? chilling video shows a man attack a woman with axe after being rejected where what country is that in brooklyn let me see where's oh india india i 'm sorry they would show it because. After all, the third world is filled with advanced, peaceful people. You can't show anyone doing crazy things like this in India, attacking one with an axe. Yeah, there he goes, hitting it with an axe. Well, because that violates the... Uh, look at him, crazy man. See, th- that violates the uh, liberal belief system that everyone in the third world is, is peaceful and loving. They put their hands together and bow, you know. House Republicans keep Liz Cheney in leadership position. Defense Secretary orders military stand down to address extremism. This is the most moronic defense secretary in American history. Instead of worrying about China building up and Russia and nuclear war, this moron that they put in, has pledged the military is going to get rid of our ranks of racists and extremists. That would mean any white male who loves America, I suppose, right now. Can you believe this? They're gonna get rid of all the men in the military. Who are extremists. Now, what does that mean? Can anyone explain what an extremist is to me? It, and, you know, one man's extremist is the next man's patriot, I read one day. Racist and extremist, though he declined to offer details of how he planned to see that through. We also owe our people a working environment free of discrimination, hate, and harassment. Does that include discrimination, hate, and harassment against white males? Does that include discrimination, hate, and dis- harassment against uh, Christians? Does that include discrimination, hate, and harassment of our war heroes? He said, I will fight hard to stamp out sexual assault, okay, to rid our ranks of racism, and create a climate where everyone, fit and willing, has the opportunity to serve this country with dignity. Everyone, fit and willing. He said, the job of the Department of Defense is to keep America safe from our enemies, but we can't do that if some of these enemies lie within our own ranks. There he goes, the Nancy Pelosi enemy within Maybe he's the enemy within. Maybe this moron that they put in there. Lloyd Austin. Oh, God. Here we go. The purge continues. Communist China is right around the corner. Let me get off the site. Let me bounce to the drudge report. Moderna vaccine causing bizarre arm side effects in some. Federal cops start targeting bareface. First mass vaccine site opens. All right. Nothing. New York versus the world. The Attorney General, Letitia James, who hates Trump, is picking on everyone now. Zucker sticks with CNN exit end of the year. Jeff Zucker, one of the worst people in the history of the world. Jeff Zucker ran CNN. His ratings went up. But America's IQ and uh, love for, his, for the fellow man went down. Pauler CEO, ousted by Mercer. I told you to stay off, Pauler. I warned you. Okay, Biden at prayer breakfast calls out political, another with political extremism. He's making believe he's praying. Hunter Biden memoir will center on struggling with substance abuse. (laughs) Hunter Biden's writing a memoir? That's a clever way to get around a scandal, write a memoir and and say you're a junkie. (laughs) Either you're a junkie, or sexually abused, therefore you get away with any kind of communism or thievery you want. The power brokers of Beverly Hills sold 700 million dollars of real estate in a year okay Belgium, imam deported mosque may close after anti-LGBTQ activities so they got him for that not for uh, threatening to destroy the country only because he didn't like gays and lesbians well I got him for something I can't have that you know you gotta get your priorities straight what's this uh, update, polls sinking, Dems mobilizing Newsom recall just got real he won't be recalled. It's impossible. But here's one. Kerry took private jet to environmental award. Kerry's a hypocrite. That's, that's not news. He took a private jet to environmental award, I think, in Iceland. So what? Kerry is a liar and a hypocrite like the rest of them in the global warming, uh, uh, earth-shattering climate change racket? No, there's not, that's not news. That's like, you know, dog bites man or dog bites dog, whatever it was. What's this? Team under pressure to ditch tomahawk chop celebration? <laughs> Seventy roosters seized an L.A. cockfighting investigation. That's the culture. Isn't that the culture? cockfights with razor blades on their claws and cheer it on as the, as the birds cut each other to ribbons. Don't show that to the pacifist girls at the border welcoming them with, the, with, with tacos and, and bottles of water. Eleven Iranians arrested in Arizona after jumping U.S.-Mexico border. Ho-hum. You know, I'm doing news for you, coffee and news. But truthfully, what I did for you already on spices that kill viruses and earth medicine is better than this crap. But let's see what else is in the news today. I mean, I got to do it. We we do it anyway. What's this? The Fox News uh, site. All right. They have some good articles. GOP lawmakers speak out. Museum of African-American history accused of bias against Justice. Justin Thomas. Justice Thomas. Sorry, not Justin Thomas. Of course, they're biased against them. Thomas is a great man. Of course, they're biased against him because he's not one of theirs. Your tax dollars at work. Obama presidential center can't shake controversy. Ex pres ignores objections. You know, he is the most successful con man in the history of the world, is, is Barack Obama. He came in screaming about unity and clarity and openness. He came in a poor man. He left a very rich man, a billionaire. Him and the old lady did very, very well indeed. It's the old adage. I've told it to you before. The liberals come to do good, and they do very well indeed. What's the uh, controversy of the Obama Center? Obama Center in Chicago estimated $500 million to break ground this year despite complaints. Taxpayers expected to pay for about $174 million in related roadway changes. (laughs) He also ripped off some land of a park for for his presidential center. And $174 million in roadway changes that you're going to pay for. Could you believe this? Oh my God! The planned project has faced complaints from residents in the city's South Side neighborhood, who have argued that it would displace some of the area's Black residents. <laughs> Others oppose plan changes to Jackson Park, the 540-acre wreck area that will host the 19-acre Obama Center. And they're going to get rid of that now because, although it was designed by famed architects Olmsted and, and uh, Calvert Vaux, Obama needs it in order to build himself a, a mausoleum to his greatness. Herb Kaplan, president of Protect Our Parks, which opposed Obama's uh, mausoleum, has filed a lawsuit in 2018, said Wednesday, that a new legal action will soon be filed against the Obama Foundation's plans. The Sun-Times reported. Community objections include opposition to a $5 million branding deal with Nike to fund the center's athletic facility. Wow. Can you believe this? The guy's building himself like a a pyramid, like in, in, in Egypt. Those potential obstacles weren't addressed in a video message released Wednesday by con man Obama, the nation's 44th and most horrendous president in history. Here's what he said. Getting to this point wouldn't have been possible without the folks. I love the word folks in the community who have been part of this process along the way, Obama said. We know that by working together, we can unlock the (laughs) the South Side's fullest potential and help set up our city. Our country and our world for even better years to come. What a grifter he is. Wow. They're taking away a piece of the Jackson Park, which will include a museum for Obama's greatness, a public library with Obama's books, and an athletic center with Obama's sneakers in it, a children's playground showing how great Obama was as a child, and a test kitchen for Obama's favorite foods. It will not include a formal presidential library because Obama did not want to deal with National Archives and Records Administration rules. Listen to this. That would apply to such a designation. Listen to that. That's interesting. It will not include a formal presidential library because Obama did not want to deal with National Archives and Records Administration rules that would apply to such a designation. Now, what would that mean? His birth certificate? Oh, my God. Well, you don't even want to go there because I'll wind up being called a terrorist or an extremist. So anyway, the Obamas grew up in a very, very middle-class household. He went to a private school. The wife went to a private school. But they always whine about how tough their upbringing was. Okay, there it is. More hypocrisy. Your tax dollars at work. What are you going to make of it? Aren't you glad I have to do this for you because I already, I'm, I'm gagging. I'm losing my breath. What else? U.S. Marshal shot in West Baltimore while executing arrest. Sad. Suspect in Deadly Florida, FBI shooting identified. Ben Carson reveals next move following time at White House. Ben who? Carson. Mayor calls forcible occupation. Look how you have to go all the way down on Fox to find out that the real domestic extremists and terrorists, which is Antifa and Black Lives Matter, they just took over a, a hotel in Olympia, Washington. Can you hear this? Can you believe this? California man robbed restaurant They refused him service for not wearing a mask. Oh, that's all. All right, I want bacon and eggs. I'm sorry. We can't serve you without a mask. Okay, I'm going to rob you. Here's a gun. Amsterdam is moving the red light district. It's still open during COVID? What? Amsterdam moving red light district away from city center in effort to reset tourism. The city council voted to move the infamous district's sex workers to an erotic center toward the outskirts of town. The big story is, is uh, Representative Alexandria Half Cortex whining about the fact that she was traumatized by the riots in Washington when it turns out that she wasn't even there uh, during it.
1: And then I just start to hear these yells of, where is she? Where is she? And I just thought to myself, they got inside. And um, this was the moment where I thought everything was over. I mean, I thought I was going to die.
0: So you know she's a fraud. You know that she was brainwashed by Bernie Sanders, and because she's a good-looking girl, she has 8 million followers. She was not there. Do you understand what prostitution is? She's an intellectual prostitute. You can write that down. Can you believe this? So now they finally found her in something. Her office is located, which is in the Cannon Building, which is accessible through underground tunnels connected to the Capitol. She was not even there, but doesn't matter to you. It's hey, hey, ho, ho, you know, whatever you want to believe, you can believe. Don't believe anything if you don't want to believe anything. Okay, let's go to the most left wing site in the world, owned by Nancy Pelosi and Willie Brown, in the sense that everything on there has to go through the clearinghouse. Uh, SF Gate. Even after storm, SF faces its third driest period since 1849. You hear this? No matter how much rain we get or snow in the mountains, there's always a drought on the horizon to these schmucks. QAnon shaman to get organic food in jail. <laughs> the QAnon shaman with the horns who was arrested during the riots in the capital is insisting on organic food. <laughs> We're giving you organic food. <laughs> um... A Californian is calling out Disney's politically incorrect videos. Go to hell, you idiot, you. Bit kicked and jumped on the toughest, cutest job in sports. There's nothing here. Unless it shows how oppressed minorities are, or how evil white men are, or how evil America is. Everything else is like about buying masks or tacos. This conservative Facebook group is helping drive a California exodus. You know what's helping drive a California exodus? The violent left-wing extremism of the government, the one-party state, the bums in the streets, and the high taxes. Are you kidding me? Trump fans turn on Newsmax after its off-the-rails interview with MyPillow's Mike Lindell. Drive-through vaccination site to open at Golden Gate Fields. That's a racetrack, okay. 83% of COVID deaths in Bay Area residents over 65 Let's see what the New York Times headlines are. Do I have to pay for that one? <laughs> okay, I'll get the headlines for free on that one. House to vote on whether to strip committee assignments from Green. That's Democrat communists want to take away Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene's committees because of her conduct. They were to take away Ilan Omar's citizenship better and throw an occasional cortex out for being an intellectual prostitute. A US, as U.S. vaccinations vaccination speed up, cautious optimism grows. Okay, I told you, the rates are going down, the illnesses. Democrats move ahead on stimulus as Biden shows openness to changes. California today will Governor Newsom be recalled. I told you, no, it won't happen. I don't even dare go on USA Today. It's always been so left-wing, it's hard to even read, but it's free, so I'll read it for you. Uh, The Super Bowl now is coming up on Sunday. I, I don't watch the thing. I don't watch it. To me, it's of no interest. I mean, I appreciate the the skills of the players and the catching of the ball from seven. But the Super Bowl is a national insanity for a day. And then if they take a knee, I'm going to watch it. You know what? I think they can take the knee and shove it up where the sun don't shine. That's what I think. Cutting, bribing, stealing. Some people are getting COVID vaccines before their turn. Good luck to them. Young adults drive infection spike, but are far back in line for vaccinations. They don't care. They don't care. They do they get it. It's like a cold to them. Beachfront businesses in Puerto Rico are struggling. I could care less. They want to make that basket case into a state. Can you believe they want to make Puerto Rico into a state, like a welfare state already? COVID won't be the last threatening a pathogen. Of course not. So get ready for it. That's why I'll now cycle back to today's podcast spices and herbs that kill viruses. Why is it that most Americans are not getting the disease? Why is it that in some families, some get it, um, a husband will get it, and the wife won't, or the wife will get it, and the husband won't? Why? Well, some have a natural immune system, better immunity that we don't know much about, and some are eating differently, sleeping better, and their immune systems are stronger. And so that's why I'm saying... Take your best shot, eat the best foods you can, consume the best spices and herbs that are known to stimulate your immune system or kill viruses, and hope for the best. That's all. Well, that's it for news and coffee today on the Michael Savage Podcast.
1: Home of borders, language, culture, the Savage Nation.
0: Well, in concluding today's uh, podcast, an article came out Citing a study which says this, you're not going to believe this. The weather has a bigger impact on COVID spread than social distancing, according to a new study. Washington. A lot of the blame for COVID 19 second wave has been pointed at people not following safety guidelines put out by health experts and government officials. A new report says don't blame people, blame the weather. Researchers from the University of Nicosia in Cyprus find that hot weather and wind have a bigger impact on virus transmission rates than social distancing during a pandemic. Their study concludes that two outbreaks in one year is a natural phenomenon during a massive outbreak. Temperature, humidity, and wind can help predict when a second wave will peak, which the researchers call inevitable. Though face masks, travel restrictions, and social distancing guidelines may help slow the number of new infections, study authors say the lack of climate data included in epidemiological models has left a glaring hole in the plans to defend against COVID. Looking at Paris, New York City, and Rio de Janeiro, scientists discovered they could accurately predict the timing of the second outbreak in each city. Could you believe this? They say it's weather dependent. Typical models for predicting the behavior of an epidemic contain only two basic parameters, transmission and recovery rates. The two professors who did this say these rates tend to be treated as constants, but this is not actually the case. They claim that temperature, relative humidity, and wind speed all play a significant role. And they want to modify models of disease behavior, including these climate conditions. They call their new weather-dependent variable in epidemiological studies the Airborne Infection Rate Index, AIR. It's something new. Something has not been studied by Dr. Fraudy. Now, these are real good scientists, and um, the research group that I'm quoting you in previous studies showed that droplets of saliva could travel up to 18 feet in just five seconds when unmasked people cough. If you want to learn more about how weather affects the transmission of COVID, these new findings appear in the journal Physics of Fluids. Thank God for real science, and thank you for listening to the Savage Nation podcast. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed and learned something from it. And I want to remind you of something that I think is important for you to know. We have over 280 Savage Nation podcast episodes available to you absolutely free. I'll say that again. You can go back into this vast library of over 280 episodes and listen to any one of them or several of them at your leisure. So you never have to be without the Savage Nation. Thank you very much for listening.